I'm just so confused. How are there water buffaloes in prehistoric times? They haven't. They haven't mm. evolved out of whatever they you, are you, now. You're thinking it right now. Cavemen. So yeah. they're they're there's some you know, sort of interaction. Well, no. You know how you think. You know how you're thinking this about it. This is what. Don't, don't think, think about it. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> but I got to. Are you thinking this about it? This is what got me. This <laughs> is what got me googling, and then I ended up on a hyena page, <laughs> and I was you. reading about hyenas, dude. This is what got on. you googling yourself on the couch. Welcome to Ryan's Paleozoic era. Dude, no, I gotta, I gotta bring this shit up. Hyena, female hyenas have penises. Basically, penises. They what? have basically they, their clitoris mm. or whatever it is formed outward so where much we, it looks like a movie? penis. And We're then the, when they need to mate, you're not no. allowed to tell more than two sentences in a row. They yeah. have to you suck it into the their body tonight. <laughs> Thank you. And then the male. Has to put it into the penis cone. They're like, what movie did Tyler, you you're watch? What? Tyler, you're cutting that out, right? Yeah, what movie did you watch? <laughs> I did not oh see that part goodness. of the movie at all. The fact you're not amazed by that is just upsetting. It, I'm completely I'm pissed off. You're just like, it had nothing to do with anything we were talking about. Why were you telling us this? <laughs> because it made me, the water buffalo had me Googling. Seven when, more people when at work about. know about my show now. I'm gonna and I'm gonna have to explain how the female hyena <laughs> penis fits into the male penis cone. <laughs> so why are you guys talking about hyenases? <laughs> <laughs> Episode 80 of the shoot show. My God, what what a perfect, most appropriate number for this to be. 80 sounds like AD, maybe like a trip through history on this special shoot show movie night where we're watching the WWE Flintstones crossover, Stone Age Smackdown. It's a big momentous occasion that I almost liked, almost disliked, still a little lukewarm, but to bring it home with me. The professional Sean Rosenthal is here. Ooh, I'm here. I'm back. I'm here to stay. Uh, and so is someone else. Um, CM something or other. Punk, I think. We got a different CM God, you just had, you couldn't even let us get through the intro. Night. Of course not. <laughs> I love it. Do what? <laughs> You're not gonna. No, we're not talking about all the technical difficulties that we've had to bring you this freaking episode. How many dry runs we've had. The God Himself doesn't want it to happen. But uh, but we're we're just I mean, we're in a way pissing in the face of God doing this episode. Oh my God, that, that was that would that wouldn't hurt. Why do you my keep soul saying thing. stuff like that? I don't know. I'm being <laughs> what's wrong with you? Like, struck down right now. Prayers and stuff. <laughs> Jesus. Oh man, before I pray pray right now. dig my grave even deeper. Double T Tyler Tubes, how are you, sir? I'm good. It's you know we're we're approaching rock bottom here. <laughs> Plus one death. I just, 
plus one. <laughs> Skyler, Skyler, get us past it. Oh, don't, <laughs> the Orange Cassidy thumb thumb raise does not help it, Tyler. No. Uh, please call me Skyler Blankstone. <laughs> mm. Oh yeah, mm. what are our Flintstones names? <clears throat> oh, I don't know, man. Just put stone on the end of it or rock, just like the WWE did. I feel like Claire, Claire Stone. Claire Stone sounds pretty good. Yeah, I'm Ryan yeah. Clairstone. That's as far as the damn creativity went in this movie. And this is the shoot show that's tackling um, what what is probably the most just shameless, I would say, crossover in the history of cartoons and, and um, business property. Uh, what would you guys say? It's uh, it's high levels of blasphemy. <laughs> I, I Hashtag like not my ones. Barney. I like the Scooby-Doo ones better. Uh, there, there's a couple moments I'll mention, but the, the, the Scooby-Doo ones are, I feel are superior, but, um, Jack, seven year old Jack, the, the audience that this movie was made for, he said he liked this one the best. So Whoa. <laughs> there's a Jetsons one too, that matters. But, it's, but let's hear what a bunch of jaded adults think instead. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's what yeah, you guys We're not going to go too deep. We're not going to go too deep on this because it's not too deep. There's not a whole lot to take in. This was, uh, this was a... I don't know who was trying to revive who at this point, who was getting the most shine off of this little project, if oh. it was the Flintstones. Hanna-Barbera has been an institution in, in cartoons for, you know, since the 60s at least. And and now <laughs> we this is the first Flintstones film in how long? Like, I think it was like 13, 14 years. The first one since 14. the original voices have died. Um, Whoa. And, yeah. and, and this is how... This is how they revive the brand. I'm not real confident in the future of uh, Hanna-Barbera properties after seeing this. Yeah, this one was rough. I thought it was going to be a lot very longer. very harsh and... on this movie. Mm-hmm. You didn't even say those I... bad things about fucking... But what's the fucking graveyard fucking movie we watched? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Monster Brawl was genius. Okay. Fucking graveyard. I was so angry. Movie. My God. Monster <laughs> Brawl was a good romp. That's what it was. It was a romp. It wasn't it wasn't the the Flintstones, something that not only I have grown up with, but my damn parents have grown up with. They've yeah. been smoking Winston Salem's on a black and white TV screen since before most of our parents were able to walk. That's crazy. The boys and, still uh, take Flintstones vitamins. Like it's it's the, lasted this long. The nice. Flintstones vitamins. That's where I yeah. learned casual misogyny was the damn <laughs> Flintstones. Well, so it's, this not, was a, it's an American institution. It's not fair, though, because no. they get the gummies now, and we had to have eat the chalky, the terrible, like, Tums ones. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I remember, I remember my mom moving the couch cushion the first time after I figured out that could go away in a heartbeat. <laughs> Shit. I got mm-hmm. swarted. But that's behind. That's beside the point. That's all. That's all. Well, let's let's get in the DeLorean again. How how far back in time are we going? Uh, we're going what sixty eight million years into the into the past. Okay. Uh, something potentially something the, the furthest we've ever gone back in time here. I think so. Yeah. To dinosaur uh, times is what we'll call it. There was a WCW pay per view that felt like dinosaur times, but it's okay. It was close. <laughs> So yeah, we go we go back to to the I don't know what do the, the prehistoric or the Stone Age I don't know it's the bedrock we it's go got back Stone to Age in the title so I would say it was the Stone Age they're a piece right out of history it's just history I thought there was something in there mm. um, 
So we go back to to Bedrock, and we're immediately taken right to the to the house we all know to see Fred Flintstone. He's in bed, and he's already late for work. He's planning a big vacation. He was going to ask an advance on his check, so this is all bad. Yep. He wakes up in the, just in the wrong way, and we get that fun rush to work kind of kind of beginning to the movie. But um, one thing, right out of the gate, mm-hmm. we... You know, we all know Fred Flintstone. He's he's kind of a bumbling guy, but he's a hard worker for the most part. He cares about his family. He shows up to work. This asshole's late for work, and he stops at Starbucks. Sean, <laughs> if you had a damn employee who mm-hmm. is on the way to work, mm-hmm. and he's already 15 minutes late when mm-hmm. he wakes up, yeah, and and he comes strolling in mm-hmm. like 30, 45 minutes late mm-hmm. with a cup of Starbucks, mm-hmm. what do you do? Uh, Insta write-up. Insta. Oof. Oh, That's not even a verbal. Yeah. You gotta you go say, through you procedures don't say and protocol. Stop! It's a whole HR thing. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I should. It's not even really his department. He's got people for that. Exactly. Oh. You can't just fire a guy for that. You <laughs> so, might get in trouble. So Fred's Fred's running late, and he he like scampers um, up to his dinosaur, like into the kind of pod, and that he sits in in the dinosaur, like right as Mister Slate <laughs> is coming up to check on him to see if he's there working or not. And, you know, he's he's there or whatever. But then he starts, like, pulling levers. Like, Mr. Slate falls on the front of the dinosaur. And Fred's, like, pulling levers trying to fix And, he's, like, he doesn't know how any of it works. I, didn't I thought he worked in that. So what he does is that a was, job. That was horrible. Why doesn't he know what uh, yeah. any of the levers do? Like, he so they... confidently slides down the tail. But, like, he doesn't know what any of those levers do. <laughs> Yeah, the, 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 one of the doing? biggest problems I have with this movie is that none of the damn characters, the main characters, the ones that we all already know, somehow they were able to achieve a dislikability that like perfect strangers can't even hit sometimes. These freaking Fred Flintstone shows later in the movie his his more um, disingenuous Fred, qualities. Fred, but, yeah, I right wanna, out of the I gate, he doesn't care about it. his job. Fred is an absolute piece of shit. Outside of Pulls trying to take care of his He's family, a fucking turd. like, and even the way he chooses yeah. to do that is the most disingenuous and and lying way that he possibly like. They do it, the faces that he makes in this in this movie <laughs> got, are evil. I mean, you can tell they did no favors. The, yeah. I, I don't want to miss though. Even when he was stuck in traffic. And he was honking and being a dickhole. We had our first animal yep. uh, as a contraption. Yep, and um, that is great. Thank yes. you, Sean, because I brought that up in the in in the when I was trying to sell this idea. I yep. want to say that I, so. I was like, maybe we'll get one, and then like right away, two minutes in, less than uh, five Fred minutes, is honking his horn, and, and and that and that is connected to like a a, a piece of wood, I guess, that is like yeah. poking a bird. And when the bird screams, uh, that is the honk. And then, and, of course, you get the camera pan, and it's a living. I was going to say, I do believe that like, they got that it's a living joke out of the way fast. Yeah, it, was, it, it, it was, wasn't the only I, one, but it was I it did was not quick. think they would, They would. yeah, I did not think they'd, they'd get that so quickly. Mm-hmm. Less than three minutes into the movie. So they've already, they've already freaking cashed that nut in. What else, what, what else do you have now? That's like a big part of the Flintstones. Yeah, That's what right? I'm looking forward to in every scene. Right? <laughs> there were some good ones, though, and I wrote my favorite ones down. But So after after he comes down and his boss, like, he's pulling all these levers and takes out his boss, he has the fucking nerve 
to ask for yes. his paycheck early. Oh my god! Like, this is like the equivalent of when people are doing shit in wrestling and the fans hold up like a like they want a high five. Like when angry wrestlers are like, "Put your hands down, boys!" Like know yeah, your, like, know your not, audience. Not the time. Yeah, bad crowd. Time. Bad crowd. Um. Yeah. But yeah, Fred. Fred in his um kind of uh, idiocy knocks loose a giant dinosaur. Uh, and rather than, like, escaping, he and Mr. Slate just run face-first into each other and then cower in fear. <laughs> yeah, it was... It, they they should have died. No um, survival They, they 100%. Yeah, this is why they the, been smashed is why the cavemen a, all died out. Yeah, this is... Oh, and by, before we get past it, Mr. Slate, if you didn't recognize that voice, that's John mm-hmm. O'Hurley, yeah. uh, yeah. Elaine Bennis's boss Mr. in Seinfeld. Uh, Hello, Peterman. Elaine. Yeah. I love it. Oh yeah, no, it's uh, Mr. Peterman. Yeah, that's great. J. J. Peterman. Publishing. Like, and if you are undead, I'll find out about that too. I was on vacation on the beaches of Maui. <laughs> I, I like, like Ryan and so, I could yeah. just like it just it would just like one up each other on bullshit like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like and now Ryan and Pissing Tyler do the same imitation to each other back. <laughs> you there we just on clap. your motorbike? Sell me one of your melons. <laughs> Sorry. So, That's the, one of the so, only voices um, I I really really liked. I really liked uh, John Hurley's Mister Slate. Well, yeah, that's a great that's a great time to bring up the voices because the voices in this movie are surprisingly underused. Even the voice of uh, of Fred Flintstone that is Jeff Bergman, who's done Fred Flintstone for about twenty years now, but most famously was the first person to take over Bugs Bunny after Mel Blanc died. Wow! So oh, that wow. that's a huge damn uh, that that's a big get those are some to get. Big shoes uh, to fill. So they've got the actual Fred Flintstone, who does sound great. Yeah, okay. They've yeah, got a good you, Mr. Slate. Good. Yeah, I forgot about Fred. Uh, Fred a Fred. fantastic uh, Wilma. Wilma is probably the most decorated part of this movie as far as uh, voice acting. Let me see if I can pull up her damn thing. Okay. She has been in The Simpsons, <laughs> Futurama, Hey Arnold, Tiny Toons, Rugrats, Animaniacs, and... Uh, House of Mouse. I mean, she's Babs Bunny. She's but, Agnes Skinner. She's Crazy Cat Lady. She's everything. If you were going to play what she sounded like, though, I wouldn't... Like, Fred Flintstone, yeah, got it. But I wouldn't be able to tell uh, what anyone else sounded like. Wilma was pretty dead on to the old one. She was kind of that. It's the Honeymooners is all it is. I mean, it's Ralph Cramden. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah it's absolutely. But, like... Yeah, we're we're kind of uh, skirting around the elephant in the room, which is the atrocity to... of Barney's voice actor. Barney, I don't know who the hell let this happen, but Barney has this odd high pitched. It was it was if it's somebody took high. the Barney Rubble voice and did the opposite. Yeah, it's like, like everybody someone... does the Barney. <laughs> hey, Brent. Some... Like it's the new. <laughs> it's I mean Stephen Baldwin honestly was a good Barney. He was a better Barney than Rick Moranis in the nineteen ninety four movie. It, uh, but it's like, like that someone. Was, that was, go ahead. It's like someone did a Barney impersonation without ever hearing Barney. Yeah, it was just they what showed him a picture and it's like, yeah, what does this guy <laughs> sound like? Yeah, it was, it, was, it was really, really noticeable and like yeah. I, the least, the least good 
of all of the well, yeah, and the, it takes away the entire appeal of of the Barney character. That's that yeah. that cadence and that laugh. That's his damn punchline. <laughs> so <laughs> immediately you're just you're feeling yes. you feel alien. That was good. Who did that? I wasn't. Me. Looking. <laughs> uh, damn it, Freddie boy. I can't. I can't do it. So yeah. So Fred, oh, I thought it Fred was the comes ghost home. Of Barney. So he he's, he has done uh, his his day at work. Um, and he comes home and, and he opens the garage. Yes, uh, please garage, give me Sean. Please give this the, one to me because this one was my absolute favorite. <laughs> this was my second favorite. Uh, next up, wait a minute. Have well, do we do did we are we going past the whole inciting incident of the movie? Well, I mean, I was getting to it. No. Oh, sorry. No, I thought he was really. already back home. I thought <laughs> he was already really. back well, home. Well, I mean, yeah, can, we need to talk about John Cena Stone. Oh, well, that's yeah. true. I totally that's forgot the whole, about That's Cena. the whole yeah, crux was, of the movie. I was talking about, yeah, Fred's Fred's idiocy. He knocks the knocks the dinosaur loose, and he and Mr. Mm-hmm. Slater cowering, and uh, coming to their rescue is a giant of a man in, in John mm-hmm. Cena Stone who catches Adonis. the dinosaur and throws it back to where it has to skid to a stop. Yeah, I'm it's guessing like a he's a uh, new hire or something. Fred, I think um, he, no, he was uh, Mr. Slate's sister's. He was he was related to Mr. Slate somehow. That's right. That was the joke. He's like, um, "You're my sister's son's cousin's but, my aunt." But I'm Fred, I don't know as soon as Fred sees John Cena don't do this, he immediately uh, thinks that thinks that he can use that to benefit himself. Like he sees it like an opportunity to run some kind of scheme. Yes. As it relates to that. And I mean, that is kind of some Fred Flintstone shit. For sure. Fred Flintstone yep. was always trying to get out of Total something. He had For a, sure, yeah. yeah. I like that he calls this shit but a scheme later, and Barney's like, don't you mean like the... Po-? Like, yeah, whatever. That's what I said. The scheme. The event? <laughs> See, I, that's not what Barney sounded like, but I refuse to do that high-pitched Barney voice. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, once, once um, all that happens with Slate... Uh, did you did you mention that that Slate was not happy about that, and what he what he did in retaliation? No, the most petty no. thing ever. Yep, that was the most petty thing. He ever. took time very, to chisel that, chiseled very, out Fred's paycheck and smashed it in front of him. Petty and illegal. You can't do that. That's <laughs> time worked. You, you got to go. I don't think they have laws back That's, then. I don't know. Yeah, so Stone Age time. Tell us, yeah, can we get sixty eight million year old a wage garnishment? Can you? Can, <laughs> I can make it happen. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> but yeah, then, uh, you know, so Fred now knows that not only does he not get in advance, but I guess the suggestion there was that he doesn't get a paycheck at all. because of the I just thought he was it. just, I thought he was just fucking with him, Riley, and like, yeah, you're going to get your advance. No, you're not getting your exactly. advance. He'll get paid. Yet. That's what I thought. He's yeah, still going to get paid. No, he's got to pay for those stegosaurus repairs. Because yeah, I think Barney's uh, uh, later on, yeah, that Fred didn't even get his check. Uh, but yes, yeah. then then a dejected Fred uh, drives home, and and how yes. how does he possibly get into his garage, Sean? Well, thankfully, <laughs> there is one of the best creatures on earth, a little monkey. Uh, he's, he's got a sweatband on. In place, he uses his sweating. He uses his garage door opener first, though. And it was it was the little the little pterodactyl that flies yeah, this, up and, and lets him know. Yeah, it's time to, it tells like, the monkey to run. It was a two part system. You have it's to, a yeah, two yeah, stage the bird that system. Alerts the yeah. monkey that runs on the conveyor belt. But then later on, the Undertaker just has a fucking tablet, and they're like, 
no mention. Oh, of that's we'll get to that. We'll fucking no mention get how that's a thing. Like, there's whatever. oh, this that's fantastic. You, you but, yeah, there's a little monkey, monkey running on a running on a stone in place, uh, and and as he's running, it is pulling a lever that is pulling up. Uh, what is Fred's Ooh, garage door? He's got a little head. It's hilarious. On. You know he's a, he gets <laughs> these a lot jerks. Of steps in. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> he is hustling. They're able to figure out all these complex pulley and and traction systems, but mm-hmm. they can't, they are still using like monkey power to open their garage doors. <laughs> a one, it's a but, one uh, monkey power garage door. <laughs> <laughs> so so Fred, this entire time is worried. How is he gonna break this to his family? He can't mm. go on vacation now. He's or got no him. money. All he's got is money powder. They don't take that nope. in where Rockopolis or where, s- what did he, he say? Rock. Snorted that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not not where they're going. It's for, I mean, where they live is where they're going. Rockapoco, thank yes. you. <laughs> they're going to Rockapoco <laughs> for vacation. He comes in, and wouldn't you know, Wilma's modeling that beautiful, nice blue bikini that she just mm-hmm. bought for the vacation. Mm-hmm. So no way is he going to tell her now. Yep. By he's, the way, he's the neighbors are outside. Off. They're honking the horn. Barney and Wil- Betty want to go to the the righteous order of the water buffalo carnival tonight. Charity carnival. So yeah. he's... he's he wanted to tell her, but he couldn't. You gotta that's, go. That's all. Are you gonna be late for the loyal order of the water buffaloes? Definitely not. Man, mm-hmm. I didn't know what the hell that was growing up. Why the hell they? It was. It was like a union thing. Now I understand. Oh. It's some kind of work. I thought it like was a like, mason. Yeah, like a mason club, or like what are the guys with the red fez? Head? Like the oh the, the shriners. Yeah, the yeah, shriners. Like yeah, yeah, I thought it was something like that. Yeah, I thought it was their religion as a kid. I thought they just no. worshipped the the water buffalo. I mean, they got dope ass fucking hats. So like, you know, like if that if wasn't it is, those like are, uh, those top, top hats, yeah. top if, of the hats. If yeah. it is a religion, like, tell me more. If you're gonna put like weird religious group order uh, hats in order, you you go water buffaloes, you go shriners, and then yarmulkes. Like, That's tell the... me more about Rock Jesus. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> He's very chiseled. <laughs> so, so nice. I mean, nice. it's weird that. Oh my yeah. god! You just got yourself three so more dollars. <laughs> I almost stepped all over that. That was nice. <laughs> yeah, we we okay. We go to the uh, charity uh-huh. carnival. Uh, this is what the uh, the rubbles wanted to take the Flintstones to that night. Uh, they were very pushy. You don't drive up to somebody's house and honk the horn. What are they a booty call? And they go to the they go to the carnival and mm. where where they actually find out Barney's doing some carny shit we'll get to in a second but yeah yep. the kissing booth right out of the gate is where we're introduced to the Bellas and they're the Boulders, Boulders. and they they are given about as much in this movie as they are in WWE they're basically just like ah oh. they're yeah. just moans they had a really <laughs> weird relationship like they at times would like hug each other and like there would be no space between them. Uh, they, they would like mold the the lines so that they were sucked together. Like it was very odd how flirty and weird they were together. Yeah, and their first customer is some guy with like a almost caricature like yeah. a he's Jewish. He's overly drawn yeah. for the show. Yeah. I was trying to figure out if he was supposed to be someone. I don't know if that's like something inside where maybe it was like a joke. Yeah. But he was really o- over overly drawn for a Flintstones character. That well. Yeah, maybe he was. It had to be some kind of re- reference that only four animators know. Yeah, yeah it's like, hey, hey, that's Goldstein. You know, oh, I just yeah. gave a stereotypical Jewish name. Sorry, <laughs> uh, but uh, the, so this character approaches the uh, kissing booth and is trying to. It sounds like trying to negotiate or in some way haggle, haggle. with them, ask uh-huh. how much. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just say it. You can and, say it. Uh, 
<laughs> so and and they just kind of um, allure him with the fact that you get both of us, so it's kind of like half off. I was like, is, are we still watching Flintstones? Like they're smiling all seductively and stuff. They kiss him and he spins uh, well, comedically. The, the, yeah, he says like, oh, it's half off then. And he says, oh, okay. Well, 502, please. And then he only gets one. <laughs> yeah. He really only gets one. That's all he could take. Um, but yeah, we find out Barney uh, is 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 up to some carny shit at this charity carnival. Uh, but it's for a good cause, apparently. He's got his hopperoo. In the in the ring, fighting fools. Mm-hmm. He's just I don't know training this weird uh, lizard kangaroo to fight human beings, and that's okay because it's the Flintstones. And forcing he's laying them it, out though, one after one. Ah, Hopperoo was enjoying it, man. He was having a good time. So and and it's it's at this fun. point, uh, you know, after he has uh, knocked out several people that were introduced to the villains of this story. Mm-hmm. In the form of one CM Punk Rock. Oh, don't you that for for the audience at home? Ryan just gave a very much like, yeah, that's true. He hey, is he is hey, well, not a villain. obvious villain. They're set up they're as the bad guy. They literally but tell you he's he is, the bad guy because he repeats the same line that Mister Slate said earlier about liking to hear people's last name. Yep. He, and, and he delivers it all. Yeah, shit. the guy, the guy doing <laughs> his voice is Bunk. a piece of shit. Uh, well, I don't. Yeah, um, they should have got the real uh, CM Punk. They would have been a bad piece of shit. No, so uh, I don't know if you guys knew about this, um, but the development for this was in 2013. Um, this is the last WWE project that CM Punk was on, and it was actually released over a year after he left. Uh, but by that yeah. time, production and development was too far along, so they couldn't edit them so out. Here's here's my- yeah. Reportedly, WWE reached out to Warner Brothers to to do something. I believe that's who handled overall correct uh, the production, and they they said no. That's not how things work outside of yeah. WWE. You don't get to change it the day of. Was, uh, but was he they, a heel the weird in the weird production schedule for it? Yes. Yeah, was he was, yeah, he that was. Because that was when he was going against Undertaker. Oh, yeah. um, he was back with like right after Paul he Heyman. lost the title and shit. Fair yeah, I, I guess I was there the day. Yeah, after. I guess Mark Henry was also a heel because he's yes, he's also he was, in here as what, what Marble his... Henry. Marble Henry. I kept on. I <sighs> I, I thought they were saying Marvel the whole time, and it, it threw he looks me off. Weird. Oh, Marvel. well, throughout the movie, it's <sighs> weird. It's weird who they're using. Kind of. Um, it's. Come to find out, they had a weird schedule. A, you know, a big shocker for a WWE product uh, on on recording this. At least just the wrestlers' uh, parts, because Daniel Bryan said in an IGN interview that they had to record all of this at SummerSlam. So, yeah. like, they had other things on their mind. Not really giving the most captivating Flintstones uh, performance that day. I don't know if it was that day, but they were they were in town and basically in the venue for SummerSlam while somebody grabbed him by the arm and said, like, hey, we need you to do a couple pages of Flintstones dialogue for this little shit we might release in a couple years. <laughs> Took Daniel Bryant like fucking five minutes to do his part in the movie. Yeah, barely. I think I think um, Daniel Bryan's part was cut because he was approached for an interview and he... I mean, they only mentioned that one little scene, so maybe not. But it seems odd to have Daniel Bryan uh, and and give. I mean, him he's on the fucking cover. A couple. Uh, I think it's mostly because yeah. I think it's mostly because they needed someone to replace fucking CM Punk in the fucking cover and everything. Because they they wanted to take him off the oh, cover probably. and all that bullshit. So Daniel and that's why DB is on Daniel the cover. Daniel Bryrock. So, well, and that's when he was getting <laughs> his mega push too. Yeah. So. 
like Tyler said, yeah, we're introduced to the to the villains, but we did get a glimpse of them at the beginning. They were at Starbucks when douchebag Fred Flintstone stopped when he was late. He cut in front of them at Starbucks, and they didn't take too good. I think that's probably why he was uh, giving them the business yeah. later in the movie. Yeah. They're pissed off because he broke in line at Starbucks. Uh, so it's all Fred's fault at the very end of it. So CM Punk is uh, uh, telling tales out of school, acting like he can fight this kangaroo. And the kangaroo is getting a little bit intimidated. He's a sensitive kangaroo. Hopperoo, I'm sorry. Um, and Barney is taking exception to this. Nobody talks shit to his hopperoo. Not right. while Barney Rubble is on the mm-hmm. scene. No, sir. He gets in and just promptly lays CM Punk's bitch ass out. You well, know, no, like he, many, he uh, asked him. He, se- he goes up to him first and oh, said, yeah, he does. Uh, he is Can nice. you be right. he less nice mean? Like, yeah, okay. Good job, Barney. <laughs> but yeah, he squashes Punk, who only uh, pops right back up. Man, so yeah, Barney Barney Rubble gets to, to join a pretty exclusive club in the I Knocked CM Punk <laughs> Out Club. <laughs> Him and Mickey Gall like to hang out and get some Brontosaurus ribs every Saturday night. Go to the drive-in. <laughs> <laughs> so after after he pumped popped back up, they're both they're both square, but Barney's back. Because um, he just got twirled by CM Punk. It's a very back and forth brawl. Um, but Barney finally uh, throws CM Punk Rock into the ropes. Uh, and he is slingshot all the way across uh, into um, uh, Ma- Mr. Mag- Mag- Mr. McMagma. What was his name? Mr. McMagma's yeah. Raw Bar. Yep. This is my Raw he gets Bar. A, he gets a, <laughs> like, what's uh, he just selling octopus shellfish? On his head. And uh, Marvel Henry comes to uh, try and get it off, and the octopus just gently, like, slaps at his finger. And then his whole arm puffs up like he's allergic or something. That was kind of a weird... Uh, Mark Henry allergic to octopus. We don't know what prehistoric octopuses were oh, like. poison. Or Stone Age octopuses. Yeah. Stone Age octopuses. Octopi. So, but you know, again, Fred sees an opportunity to uh, make money off the situation because the crowd loves it. The crowd loves what they're seeing here. They basically just invented wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. They did not invent wrestling because you won't find that word anywhere in this movie. What Fred Flintstone just did was invo- invent sports, sports entertainment. entertainment. That's all, true. All the way back then, Whoa, it was before sports, sports was even a thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, crazy that, something like, before uh, the thing was they just butcher the business for the for the purpose of this movie. They just <laughs> blow out yeah. kayfabe for this movie. Like, come on, Barn, we're just gonna this go is... out there and pretend to fight. Ha ha ha! Fuck! Like you're explaining That's so the true. Kids I didn't even like. Is fake <laughs> oh on, my like, god! On terms. <laughs> like, <laughs> kids, let me explain this in a way you'll understand. You know, Fred Flintstone. Oh my god! Right? I didn't even realize Fred that. Flintstone. <laughs> Yeah, there is a. I would say this gets, um, you know, on the on the cornet scale, we're at four point five. Four point five out of five. We're on the cornet scale. Oh shit, we might have to retire that scale. Oh god, we'll get to that here in a second for uh, Skyler's forty-five second roundup. Uh, oh, I don't anyway. know about that. Hmm. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, we've 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 seen the the seedy beginnings of of sports entertainment, and I mean, mm-hmm. it, this is where I kind of m- turned a little bit of a corner on this movie, like towards the positive, because it was pretty just cheesy, but 
then it takes this rather meta look at wrestling. Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of exactly what that shit was and is. It's just like, here's a show. Just give me your money. I don't really care what happens. Just give me your money. Yeah. These people, I don't care about them. I just want them to make me money. <laughs> and, That's right. The thing. What he what he does to to start this up, he he starts recruiting. Yeah. Um, so he goes and uh, recruits um, Cena Stone. Yep. Uh, and then he, uh, he finds Cena Stone takes uh, a him guy like making... upstairs to like the top floor where the executives are. Yeah, and there's just a guy just happens to be like working the copy machine, just making uh, copies yeah, with, with a, mask, a mask, like you know, suit and a mask. just like really, really doing it. And uh, it, 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 that is actually uh, Ray Mysteriopol. Yeah. And and how do you know that's him? Because he's sitting there making copies, and just out of nowhere, he he fucking plunges the mm. damn copy. No no reason. Oh, just just yeah. hits it, mm-hmm. and then it starts spewing papers into the into the sky, and he goes, "Oh yeah, six one nine. It's like, yeah, that's what Ray Mysterio does. Mm-hmm. I guess. That's, that's how I the, picture him doing that as he days. works out. Booyaka. <laughs> Oh, booyaka! He does go booyaka yeah. <laughs> into the file. Oh god. Um. So yeah, it's it's. It screams to me that they had these floating audio files and they didn't know how to animate to them. Like they had the, they had what the wrestlers were able to to record that mm-hmm. day, and then they were like, uh, "This is what we got to work with. Make some scenes out of this." And and it's just I don't know something about it just takes you out of it and you you it's it reminds me of the commentary on the WWE 2K games. How hmm. something is just off, the energy is not there. Yeah. You can tell that they're just kind of sitting down and delivering lines instead of like really. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to like get That's because they don't have time to fucking sit there and do like the NBA exactly. games. They fucking can only do a little bit at a time because they got to go fucking raw or got to go to SmackDown. Yeah, it just, it, there's something there that you know doesn't sound natural and uh, it's very distracting. But yeah, uh, yeah as as Fred is, is busy recruiting, he. he Casually, every now and then, runs past Mr. McMagma. Every now and then, he's just this constant specter in the background, watching and and noticing what what Fred and is doing. Is this and McMahon? I'm like, wow, this is exactly what. Is he Vince the devil McMahon in this movie? Did. Is it actually McMahon doing the voice, or is it just somebody aping him? Yes. No, it's oh, actually no, it McMahon. Yeah, it yeah. He does him in yeah, that's uh, Scooby Doo's as well. Yeah, and so after recruiting Vince McStereopol. They um they got they got what? next Hold thing on. on the list Ray Mysterio not Vince Mysterio Vince Mysterio Vince Mysterio there was I'm so sorry there were words there were words on my screen and like it got it got, like Everyone, auto read Friday it's been a long day with all the difficulties yeah yeah we're we're we're, we're so, zany so after after they um recruit Ray Mysterio got him. Yes. Um, the next name on the list takes me to the graveyard oh, where the uh, local undertaker happened to be named Undertaker is there and they, they need yeah, to I love, like him. how they don't even uh, try and, to make a thing off of his name because how could like you go tell him what he has to say no he just keeps saying that he's going to be the undertaker alright we've given him like 30 different names and he keeps saying no <laughs> yeah he thinks he has to be Eggman and he's mad and Honestly, of everybody in this but, movie that had that sounds like they had fun, I think Undertaker might have had fun with it. It seemed like he was yeah. just really hamming it up. So, and I, I sent you guys the clip yesterday when we were trying uh, our first time, but 
Undertaker's also in the uh, Curse of the Speed Demon, the Scooby-Doo WWE, the oh, second film they've done. You know what? Um, and it is it is so funny is. because there's there's a spot where he says, um, like he he wants to to win the race so he can open up a, a, a puppeteering school for all of his little little takers around the world, and like he he has this fat infatuation with puppets. Like it's just it's so not yeah, it's Undertaker. Very I think I really probably the most. I think yeah. I know why he did this now actually, because around this times when he had a kid with fucking Michelle McCool, so maybe he was doing mm. these movies so the fucking kid could Ew, watch this. Smart, <laughs> smart, but it was that's it the was only so thing I could funny. tell myself. It is it is very strange. Yeah, oh, man. one of the few his the Undertaker's first real line is, uh, "Your ice cream is melting." That shit was hilarious, though. I don't know why that killed me yeah. when he did that. Because what he says, what he says leading up to that is just grunts. He 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 gets quite a few grunts in. <laughs> it's just because CM Punk and Marble Henry just like stare for like a second, and then they just like walk away. That's that's mm-hmm. the end of the argument. Was Undertaker? Yeah. Your ice cream's melting. <laughs> well, yeah, and we're treated right after Undertaker. We're treated to our very fleeting Daniel Bryan. Yeah, it, um, it occurred to me like cameo, which yeah, is it all it was. Like, after the movie was over, that I was like, hey, wait a minute. Like Daniel Bryan was in this movie for like two and a half minutes, if that. Mm-hmm. And all he all he did was the mm-hmm. rabbit season, duck yep. season yep. gimmick. He did the he did yeah, the that yes, was that was the all yes, they did. No switch, which anybody who knows cartoons yep. knows the yes no switch. And of course, the Bugs Bunny of WWE would be the yep. one to do it to John him. Cena. John Cena, you got mm-hmm. yeah, one hundred percent. So yeah, so he's he's got all his guys recruited. Uh, we're gonna see how this turns out. But I think, uh, I think Ryan, you you mentioned it. We we have some. Uh, some I was saying yeah, we're about halfway. Oh, Sean, did you? Now hold on. Skyler made no attempt mm-hmm. to do one of these while you were gone. Uh, That's what I was gonna ask. I, I I no, I listened to the episode. I don't think I heard um, anything. No. I, I, there was no corner. So, uh, Skylar, today you're getting a minute and 30 wow. seconds. I don't want that long. No. I don't want that long. You've got Give him to that long. That Give him that long, long. Right. to talk you about NWA right. and everything that right happened now. on NWA. You stop it. Every you stop it right thing. now, Ryan. This is my time. I'm not doing I'm NWA you in a situation power. Timer's gone. That you don't know how to navigate. Start it over, Sean. Minute 12. He's going to wait till 45. <laughs> all right oh i was I, talking i didn't even know you started it i'm sorry <laughs> 45 seconds are you ready no, Skylar? give me 50 seconds 50 oh 50 oh on your mark so now skylar's just all calling right. the shot get set go i didn't watch power this week guys this week we're gonna review wwe oh. backstage yeah. <laughs> this is Renee dirty. starts the show off by saying we got a hell of a show which i wrote heel for some reason CM Punk is here. Booker T, Ember Moon, and Paige are the guests tonight. Ember Moon has tore her Achilles. She's out indefinitely, probably a year is what she said. Highlights of NXT attacking people. Booker T thinks KO is on the right path. <sighs> Renee interviews CM Punk. He has no ties to WWE. He was nervous, not dead inside. He has a small circle. Never say never win life. Product is same. Could be better. Likes women in NXT. David Arquette promo. Renee gives him a D. Punk gives him an F minus. Ember gives him a C minus. Paige gives him a C. Booker T tells a moving story about David Arquette coming out and saying Booker T deserves the title after he won it. Punk hated Baron segment and egg Paige on to diss it too. Woo. 
Too shabby. It was funny when he was like, come on, that was garbage. Come on, Paige. Like, come on, Paige. <laughs> yeah. The one I liked better was uh, when he asked Renee who her favorite S.H.I.E.L.D. member was. Yes. She's I like, I like them all. It's like, you a fucking shill. Like, but no, that, that Booker T story about David Arquette was fucking awesome. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I was able to go back and watch that episode of Backstage, and it wasn't, it wasn't bad at all. Yeah. It was fun. Wow. It was fun. Well, you wiggled out of it this time, <laughs> damn it, Skyler. I thought, I thought we had you. <laughs> all right, so, so back to the Flintstones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a sentence I love to say. <laughs> all right, sure. what, a, what, what a time to be alive. <laughs> so uh yeah this is this is pretty much um Fred's descent into madness. He's he's thinking that he's the man. Uh he's got it all figured out and uh goes goes to put on his first show and yeah this is where he just um uh, exposes the business uh to everybody in attendance and to his own to his own employees. He just for the movie to do this, for it to be a WWE branded right? product, it was a little bit right? surprising how on the nose it was. Yeah, very on like, the nose. Just but bef- like they go before back to the he, back. Bef- before we we even get to uh, the event, um, we we have a stop at home. He's got to check in with the wife and kids. Uh, he's got to go. Fred's got to go, but he promises that he's not going to try and double their vacation fund on nope. a poker game. I love that okay. like Will Wilma asks him a very specific question and he loves it because he's just like he can just happily tell her <laughs> uh, with no yeah. no uh you know no guilt that he's definitely not going to try to double the money on a poker scheme. No. And uh, no, he will and, not try and, and double How does his she money not know her man by this point? No. Like why does she even ask him that question? She you can <laughs> he has the most devious look on his damn face. Like, how yeah. does she not know? Why does why does he even have access <laughs> no. to the clams? Like, he should not like. Seriously, no. he should have to. Don't he should have to him. like blow into a bird <laughs> that tells him whether he's drunk or not. <laughs> like, yeah, he's a ter- he's a terrible person. This is another point where he's uh, proves that he's a terrible person because he has he has a great chance to tell Wilma the whole story, chooses not to. Yes. Yep. Always. He's al- he always has that that dilemma, and he chooses never to chooses compound the, the lie every time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they, they actually yeah. they actually sell out the place. He's done a good yeah, job, it, and they're sold people out. Are, people are hungry to see people beat the hell out of each other. Yeah, but he gets there, and they're a bunch of uh, I mean, uh, they're just low energy jabs back there in the back in the back room. He gets there. Ray Mysterio is just texting. Um, freaking freaking Undertaker under- sitting yeah, there on an iPad. No, no, no. Somehow he, he is he is on a tablet. And folks, remember. Uh, bedrock. Oh God! Uh, no, this is an that... actual stone tablet. But but the the thing that he's he's doing on the tablet or reading, I guess he is reading Sabretooth Fancy, <laughs> the Undertaker. Picture this: Undertaker reading a stone tablet that says Sabretooth Fancy. It's pretty great. It's fantastic. It's pretty great. <laughs> I had to say full body rage that I'm expect- experiencing right now. It's well, it, it's frightening. It doesn't end because uh, they have to get into their gear, uh, and the gear that they find for the Undertaker, of course, uh, is um, ripped pink. Yes, it's all they can. All of they can course. get for him. Yeah. Yeah, and all the while, Fred Flintstone is trying to pollute <laughs> poor Barney Rubble's mind with his damn garbage. 
trying to talk him into buying into this whole scheme. Yeah, just mm-hmm. imagine Betty on the beach. He's gonna have a great vacation. He, yeah, stupid Barney's gonna go along with it. I'll kill whoever yeah. you want, Fred. This guy? Just Bam. get my wife oh, in a bathing suit. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, and did you notice who's in the crowd? One Vince McMagma. He's watching. Always from the darkness, he's watching. But uh, the first ma- the first match, Cena versus Ray, uh, it's not really... They don't know what to do. Yeah. I know that because they say, I don't know what to do. And Fle- Fred Flintstone just say, just, you know, put on a show. And that's all yeah. it takes. Then they're like, they oh, knew exactly what pro wrestling was okay, after that. I get it now. <laughs> Okay, I'll do a I'll do a thirty foot twirling p- pile driver. That'll that'll get him <laughs> easy. <laughs> Whatever that was, and uh, so yeah, do one move and the match but is in over. Typical. Well, and Ray this is this is where we finally get to see what he stands up and cele- <laughs> they celebrate together like the like they just uh, like finished a sandwich. <laughs> Good for them. They did a lot of work. It was the first time anyone's sure. ever wrestled. Give me a break. But the the, the, but bell the crowd ring, hated it. The bell ring, though, uh, I, Ryan alluded to the last episode that it was it was a a bird or what, whatever wacky contraption. We get to see oh, how yeah. the bell is rung. Uh, it is actually in uh, I believe it's an ankylosaurus. Ankylosaurus. Yeah. Yeah. He, who whips his tail on the bell and bing. You know. So. so wait a minute, Sean. I know you probably know that dinosaur for child related reasons, right? Oh or yeah. Is it or is it personal? No, personal, personal research. Personal. Okay, good. All right. It's, well, it's, that it's makes both. me feel a little it's, bit better. It's both, really. It the Ankylosaurus has left, never left my yeah. heart. So, but they're like Dude, the that's what I'm saying, man. If you ain't about dinosaurs, they? I don't I know think what the hell's wrong. That'd be an awful waste of one to like strap it to a big board. They're huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could really, if you, anytime you're gonna have a little pterodactyl, that's the time to do it. Just ding. <laughs> that's all you need them to do. Um, <laughs> So what what was the the main event that night was was Barney and uh, yes. the Undertaker? Yeah. Yes. What a damn draw in a in a in a bone cage yeah. match. Uh, did they know it was a bone cage? I don't think they they. I knew don't that think because it starts think, without it. Yeah, Undertaker I think knew, but uh, Barney does not know it. It sounds like a, a TNA match. match. Yeah. The bone cage. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the far from the cage. Punjabi prison, really. So. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so, but Barney so, gets lucky, and he he somehow did, topples on yep, Undertaker. Yep. Well, no, he's thrown up to the top. He catches the uh, the top of the yes. cage just for safety. Fred Flintstone c- climbs up there not to help his friend, but to yeah. keep the show going. It pries his <laughs> damn fingers loose, so he falls down on top of the Undertaker, and somehow Undertaker is distracted on his phone. I don't know what this Undertaker he's is doing. Cat fancy, like, saber tooth fancy. He's just you know? so he's so preoccupied by his Puppet by his technology centers, yeah. that uh, those Undertakers and and their phones. I, I tell you, but falls gets the pinfall victory over the damn Undertaker, but they're found out by their wives. So they can't be too excited. Mm. I like when everybody's leaving the show, uh, all the fans, and, and you get to hear the fans, and they're kind of saying, oh, I had a great time, that's fine. And then you hear there's one real real deep voice goes, I want to buy a t-shirt. <laughs> and, technically and, that's what most wrestling and fans yes that like. is like that to me was like the birth yes. of the wrestling fan like that guy right there was I like want the a bad t-shirt okay, if we're going meta you're get, we're going all He's the like, way yeah I'm gonna go and fucking <laughs> get a t-shirt and yeah Fred Fred hears that and like he's he, that's it it clicks in his head 
So, Fred, the next thing that we're seeing, I mean, is is that is him getting his new outfit right after this? I think full full carnival. Well, this, yeah. Now they've got enough money to take both families on vacation, mm-hmm. so he's completely fixed his problem. They're this going is to the Walter White moment in in the Fred Flintstone downfall. This is where he's got what he started the evil for. But does he nope. keep the evil? Does he want the money, or does he want Let the glory, ride. or does he want both? And yeah, he's gonna double down, man. Uh, he's he's got the money he made. He takes the vacation money, cashes it in uh, on that sweet ass pimp suit that he's got. He comes Full out looking like suit. I mean, it's too far. It's, a it's lot. too far, Fred. He looks yeah, it's as extreme as Hank Hill's pimp suit <laughs> uh, or pimp hat. I guess it just was in King of the Hill. Just out of place. Uh, just got too big for his britches. He's even got a cane <laughs> like that. That takes it over the line, but uh, so we're we're in full evil Fred mode. Mm-hmm. He tries to get Barney on board with his uh, secret new event, but they've agreed yeah, that they were done. They're just he, going. He has on a vacation. bad habit of running up on Barney while he's in the bathroom. Like yeah, Barney's in the that? bathroom, and Fred what? just like sticks his face through like the hole in the wall that is the window, and just like, oh, what are you doing there, Barney? Like holding your junk? Cool. Let's talk. <laughs> like. Man, Fred Flintstone's vest is so shiny, it's not even animated the same way as the rest. It's like it's like a layer of, uh, I don't know, some kind of, it looks computer animated. It's It stands out as otherworldly, and it makes him appear like an e- alien villain. <laughs> what are you but doing, yeah, Bond? Dropping your rocks off I couldn't, the pool? I went... <laughs> <laughs> so, B- Barney is not game. So no, he he's no lost his his main attraction for the mm-hmm. for the big evil, what was it the yeah. the big scheme? I mean, event. Fred, Fred is Fred is even more contrasted <laughs> so, by how great of a guy Barney is, despite his awful voice. Barney is such a solid guy. <clears throat> yeah, and the the night of the show, he's got a packed house. Everybody's bought a ticket. He gets Saturday to the locker room. Is the, it's it's yeah, the SFE. F-F- Fred Flintstone yeah, Entertainment. <laughs> Perfect. So they get there, and uh, his locker room morale is very low. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're not. They they've got no trust in him. Barney's not there, and uh, lo and behold, the rest of the locker room walks out on him. <laughs> so what? What's a man to do? Mm. He's got a ring full of heels out there. He's got you know CM Punk Rock and Marble Henry and the Boulder tr- Twins, but nobody to fight him. So what is he to do but suit up himself? Not to be, not to ever be outdone. He's he's kind of almost got like a like an Eric Cartman vibe to him, where it's like everything he's doing has the subtext to like benefit him, and then in For yeah, in scheme, the end, yeah. it's all about him, and he's willing to literally go out there and and you know have it be all about him, even though he's got all these people here. It's true. He's just a bad person. Yeah. So it's. So he goes out there to face this this group of people, uh, just one on four. Well, were the Bellas involved, or did they just kind of act seductively? They were just kind of there. They were just there, and uh, at one point was holding holding Fred up and kissed him on the cheek, and the the TV cameras picked that up, and the wives just happened to be watching at home, and that's what activated their anger. Because the women only care about the vacation or if somebody's, you know, making time with yes. their husbands. <laughs> that, that's all the Typical. women get in, this, in the Flintstones world. <laughs> uh, so they make their way down to the, the event. But are they going to be there in time to save Oof. Fred is the question. Oof. Probably not. 
Uh, everybody else shows up, though, and that just completely betrays the entire point of the match. To me, when, when everybody shows up to help Fred, they've already walked out on him. He's done nothing yeah, to he's redeem himself. Nothing. Giving him no reason. Well, he's he's yeah. taking he's going in the ring. He's he's doing it himself. He sucked it up, and he's you know he's for the payday for himself. And then I they know. show up and end up outnumbering the heels. So now you've got like four four good guys mm-hmm. beating up two bad guys. It's like wait a minute, <laughs> have we become <laughs> the bad guys? <laughs> and this is where I think we see our last uh, animal as a as a device. Um, these spotlights that are, sh- are that are glaring down into the ring. Uh, those are uh, flashlights strapped to the heads of brontosauruses. <laughs> yes. Uh, so they, they're standing, their their necks are nice. way up high and just shining that light down That's low. a good one. Yeah. Where do you, where do you get brontosaurus-sized flashlights? Oof. Or brontosaurus flashlight-sized strips of work? It's like, yeah, that's the point of it. It's not like getting it up into the air isn't the hard. It's like actually having one. That's like... <laughs> Yeah, we've invented it, but we don't know how the fuck to keep it up there. Like it's it's got it's fireflies, and they they they're like, like they're big stuck light in bulbs exist, but zip ties have <laughs> got about sixty seven million years before they get invented. So, so yeah, everybody comes back, saves Fred. Everybody's happy. Marble Henry gets uh, manhandled in classic Bam Bam fashion <laughs> from the ankles, flopped right over over top of Bam Bam's head. The laziest integration of a character in this movie, I would say. You got a character named Bam Bam. How many people in wrestling history have had the had the name Bam Bam attached to them? At least two, and 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 one of them is very easy to just reference. Put some flames on little Bam Bam. Oh, that would be a great head. tie. It'd be oh a little Bam God. Bam Bigelow. Have him out there like uh, belly. How do you not do that? And shit? <laughs> oh, that'd been great, but no, no we don't get not. that. Uh, it pretty much ends uh, as 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 a hurried, you know, slipshod project would. Everybody's in the same setting as the as the resolution. They're all saying, "Ah, we learned a lot from this. We're all happy now." And on the way out, Vince McMahon. Oh, I'm sorry, Vince McMagma mm. stops him. And uh, wouldn't you know, this might be the jumping point of something big. Mm-hmm. He says he says he's going to take this idea to the top, even if it takes him 65 million years to do it. And I think so, he did. So he stole he the idea. 65 yeah, yeah, million yeah. years ago. When he was, like, middle-aged. It's it's amazing that, that Vince McMahon actually sat down and voiced the lines of him stealing someone's idea and turning it into a big success. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if he, he watched like, the movie and they're like, okay, and then Mr. McMahon, and this is the part where we explain to kids how kayfabe works. Like, in terms they can understand. Like, wait, what? Yeah. And and then Vince McMahon bought everything. Yeah, and then Vince McMahon invented money. That's pretty much the end of the story. <laughs> invented money so he could make it all. They they finally did get the, to go to Rockapoco, though. Rockapoco. They, they, they had it. Yeah, they made it. Everybody money. got to go to Rockapoco. Mm-hmm. Which is nice. You know, I, I like that the family at least gets to benefit from all these uh, shenanigans. Yeah, it always works out in the end. But uh, at the very end, it sounds like they're doing uh, American Idol uh, at Rockapulco for whatever reason. Uh, and Fred and Barney get up to go do uh, yet another crazy adventure slash scheme or whatever the hell they're going to get into. Yeah, they're teasing a damn sequel. 
Yep. How dare you? <laughs> like, all the, all the problems you clearly had. <laughs> Who are like, you? You just stumbled to the finish line. Start, start to finish this little movie, 51 minutes and 45 seconds, Ooh, and you have the audacity to spend 15 seconds setting up a, a pitch for a sequel? How, what well, are you and doing? Then, yeah, that's what really confused me, because, like, the movie ended, and then there's, like, 25 minutes of, like, behind-the-scenes stuff. Like, the movie ended, and I'm looking, I'm like, I still got, like, 30 minutes? What the fuck? I'm like, is they, they, are they, like, swerving mm-hmm. me? Like, why did this just end? Is it not? And then, like, I'm like, oh, it is over. Okay, well. Yeah, yeah, I expected it to be a lot longer because the Scooby-Doo ones are, like, an hour and a half. Like, it's a full movie. This was, like, I feel like a made-for-TV kind of movie. <laughs> thing. I don't then, know. Like Ryan said, everything felt off. It felt, like, detached. Is it? I don't know. It seems like the stuff that movie studios do, like they'll pump something out because they're about to lose the rights to something and they have to use it to keep something yeah, active. Yeah, like Tony Hawk 5 right. syndrome. You know, it seems like an obligation. Yeah, exactly. Some kind of like, okay, you put out this many pieces of media so often. I don't know how the shit works, but it seems like there was there was other reasons other than making just a, a good movie for two sets of fans to bring them together. Um I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about this one. You say the kids like it, Sean? The, the, well, Jack liked it. Um, he he was a fan, I, although he only watched it once, and he's watched all the other ones over and over and over. So he was probably trying to make me uh, feel. <laughs> he's like, it's okay. He's like, it's okay, Dad. It's, it's not the worst ever. <laughs> and you're like, thanks, bud. <laughs> yeah. He just pats we've, you on the arm, watching, and he's like, it's okay, Dad. I enjoyed it. We've and been then watching just the Jetsons uh, WWE one like for what? the past three weeks. Um, this is over Jetsons? Over but over. make yeah. sure to ask your parents well, guys. because um, my dad's show uses bad words. I still think of his sweet little <laughs> shoot show endorsement that he did on his on his show that probably has more listeners than ours. Out of nowhere, yeah. to know what, what probably yeah, that has, that has like twice as many followers. He has like twelve thousand views. <laughs> like, we're gonna try to be guesting. I wouldn't doubt can, it. Can you yeah. plug us again, little homie? Like, <laughs> this time it's gonna cost hey, you yeah, dad man. sean man we need a boost hit up jack that's so great oh, man, man well i i don't know i say we uh we'll have to compare them all now we gotta yes. put them on the list yeah uh, it's got to be, we'll do Scooby-Doo, we'll do Jets and shit, man. There's if they do a Scooby-Doos. WWE Yogi Bear, we'll do that. Oh, we can't do both Scooby-Doos. That's out of the question. WWE <laughs> Yogi Bear. Jimmy, sir. So, now, we, I cannot believe we filled an hour. I didn't mean to. I didn't. I know that no one wants an hour of this. It's longer than I didn't movie. even want an hour But instead. <laughs> well, yeah, once I, once I cut out the um, hyena penises. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. No, no, no. I'm just gonna. Leave I'm editing this. this. It is ingrained. I, yeah, now. I want to leave this in and cut that out, and people will be like, "What the fuck?" I listened to the whole show. They didn't talk about hyena. <laughs> <laughs> they were talking about Flintstones. <laughs> they didn't talk about hyena. Wait a minute. What? What did I miss? Like... <laughs> oh, oh god. Okay. Well, but, but instead of a rascal this week, mm. because uh, everybody who touches shit's rascals. Um, what would your Flintstone contraption be? Ooh, ooh, for like everyday life or wrestling related? Uh, everyday life okay. or wrestling related, whatever you got. So, so I'm gonna go first. Okay, I'll buy you guys some time. Okay. What I'm thinking of is a big frog 
that you poop into. What? Oh my god! And uh, you know he's low enough to the ground that you can kind of you can get a pretty good squat. Uh, and he's got a big mouth, so you know you can kind of kind of put your butt on there. Is it's? I mean, it's a limit. Is that like like a bidet? Are you using the tongue as a bidet, Tyler? You uh, kinky I mean, bastard! A, that's that's the deluxe model, you know. But but you know we can we can hmm. we can talk after the show. <laughs> I mean, I can hook you up. Hmm. That's horrible. I think mine would be pretty simple. Uh, it's just uh, it's just a little lizard that hangs out in the kitchen. I grab him by the tail and uh, open the oven, and he'll 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 grab the shit wow. that's hot. My 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 pizza mm. rolls. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, flipping stuff, flipping nugs and and fish sticks and fries and shit. He'll he'll handle all that. Uh, he likes it. He he'll always look at the camera and say Solid. it's a living. Okay, okay. I I I gotta go with uh, some some sort of bird. Uh, that's gonna be my alarm clock, cause Lord knows uh, I could I could stand to wake up earlier. So whenever the sun comes up, he's squawking. So you got to make sure that he's getting I, uh, asleep during the day, cause if his ass is asleep, then he's not gonna wake you up. Oh, he's dead. He's oh, dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he sure. knows. He's it's got yeah. a lot riding on it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> Skyler. Skyler, what do you got? I can't think of anything because I keep trying to think of something to light my cigarettes, but this isn't Pokemon and no animal can spit fire. Well, 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 well. Hmm. I got nothing. Because all I want is a cigarette, so that's the only thing my mom's going to right so now. So you, you can have a bird that, like, you pull, I say, you pull its feathers out and use its feathers as, like, matches. You scrape on something. Yes, yeah, see, I thought about scraping something. I was like, I'd feel bad every time if it was like had like a little dinosaur. No, no like, wait, no, you would feel bad for scraping something while Tyler's shitting into frogs? <laughs> yeah. Shitting into frogs. And the frog just has to say, it's a living every time. Tyler looks back at it it's and he's like, living. say it. Yeah, I'm like, say, say it's a living. Say it right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The most evil shit I've ever heard. But no, Skylar, when you can't think of a Flintstones gadget, all you gotta do is just shrink it down and put it in something. So you open a box, and a little a little pterodactyl comes out, and he flies up to your cigarette, and With he, a match? And he like, yes. Has, gets, he just makes yeah. a little fire with his feet or something. I don't know, he rubs some shit together. I'd like to mm-hmm. see that. Yeah, that, and then he flies back into the box. And he's like, honestly, it's better than what Tyler has. It's better than Tyler's uh, job. The the poop frog is seriously like that. That 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 pitch. (laughs) I'm taking that on Shark Tank. See, mine's mine's. We're getting mine's kind of symbiotic. My little lizard, like he he knows he can get you know one pizza roll per go per shift. Are we uh? Are we doing uh, the fucking scorecards or what? Yeah. Or what? All right. Yeah. What's on the agenda? Let's get the fuck out. Yeah. We got Survivor Series soon. Uh, Tomorrow. or tomorrow's we're not going to do a whole big thing with scorecards. I think the I, the plan I'm assuming is we can post them to social media so you guys can know what what we're picking and no, uh, how we're no going to end up. We're going to have the we're going to have to take pictures of them and send them to each other at the same time so that we know uh, there you know wh- what each other's picks are since we can't reveal them yeah, on the show together. Special picks. Um, so we will find out uh, at the same time and then let you guys find out so you can you can know and uh, you can fill out your own too. Yeah. Yeah. This should be this should be one of the best uh, best damn Survivor series I've ever seen. If the lead up has uh, has been Indian, hey, any, for sure. In don't K- get too excited, pal. All right. I don't want you to get hurt. You stop no, it, no, Skyler. I, I think that uh, Sunday is going it. to be the return of Ronda Rousey. 
I agree. Yes, I agree. Yep. Yeah, let's all get on record for that. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> and I hope I hope Shayna Baszler breaks her arm. No, her and Shayna are gonna Whoa. be super homies. Yeah, they're buds. What are you talking shield, about? Those are like a full Don't say deal. that. Don't say that. I don't want that to happen. It's too easy to see. I hope she comes out and you think see, that's what's gonna happen. Not to get excited. And then Shayna's like, I don't need you, part time bitch. And then Rhonda's <laughs> like, What? And then they gotta fight. They those no two way, have Jack. to fight. Yeah, that's nope. what I like. Okay, yeah, good fine. try. You're right. It's not going to be that. <laughs> what, which Camry well, are we'll you paying for this time? <laughs> Damn it! I forgot that was on the on the table. But well, yeah, man, we we've we've taken up too much of our time. Yeah, yeah. Our, our, our time. <laughs> taking up too taking much, up too of, much our of our time. <laughs> You've taken up too much time <laughs> listening to us. Take too yeah, we've taken up too much of uh, our our listeners' time with this with this foolishness. We need to be gone. Yeah. We we we've went over our quota. We've gone past the runtime of the event we were re- reviewing, and that is uncalled. Mm-hmm. So yeah. keep up with us on sh- on social media: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, The Shoot Show. Call the Shoot Show hotline four one three two I shoot, and uh, let us know what's pissing you off these days. Uh, that that that'll be great, guys. We will see yes, you on sir. the other side. Seth Rollins is going to NXT. Uh, Samoa Joe's on 205 Live. No, Kev- and, Kevin uh, Owens is it, going to NXT. He's, he's the fourth. Shit. He's the fourth guy. Yeah. Whatever. We'll find out. Yep. All right, guys. We'll check it out later. Good talk. Take it easy. Boys. Later. Yes, sir. Later, guys.